Hey, how's it going, everyone? Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. Appreciate you guys listening. And in this episode, I sit down with Shift MTB. Shift MTB is a couple of middle-aged dudes that decided to start a YouTube channel. YouTube channel about progression on a bike and just kind of tell their story and connect people in the community. They're from just down the road from me. I'm living in Aztec, New Mexico. They're in Farmington, New Mexico. And uh, I've actually known, for, known them for quite a while. Brian and Greg, I kind of met them through Strava. And uh, we kind of talked a, a little bit in the past. But, uh, you know, I, I ran into them, you know, reconnected with them when I seen them start this YouTube channel. And it's really cool. They're good at uh, actually providing the content. You know, on YouTube, you have to really be good at editing and capturing people's attention. And uh, they do a really good job with it. They keep it exciting. They keep you uh, keep you interested in the, in the video. So I'm pumped for them. And I'm excited to see them keep growing their YouTube channel. And in this podcast, we just sit down talk about how they got into it and what they want to do with the channel and where they want to see it going in the future. Uh, it, it, it veered away a little bit from interview process. And then, uh, Greg was asking me a few questions about Enduro and bike tips and stuff. So it kind of just turned into casual conversation style, which is totally cool. Um, so just bear with me if it, we kind of go off, off topic on the few things we didn't really stick to, uh, to an outline, so to speak. We just kind of had a conversation, but there's some really cool nuggets in there. Uh, we go off, talk a little bit about uh, just general writing in the Four Corners area, what what's good about it, what's bad about it, uh, a few of their sponsors, and then uh, Brian, he, uh, he finished it off with the funny funny crash story and uh, uh, recent trip he had to Moab. So it was really cool. Had fun, fun talking to these guys and look forward to hanging out with them some more in the future. So it... I'll put a link to their newest YouTube video description in the show notes. So go check it out. Also follow them on Instagram, Facebook. I know they would really appreciate it. And it's just cool. Cool seeing more people getting stoked uh, to get out in the Four Corners region and uh, and, and enjoy the, the outdoors. So anyway, I'll let you guys go. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. And I will talk to you guys on the next one. Thanks. Bye. But since I don't know, I'll do an introduction. I don't know a lot about you guys, so yeah, tear it up. Like, just give us a brief uh, lowdown on who you are. You can go. Well, Brian, who are you? We'll get into the mountain bike stuff, but just brief, like, what's up? Like, don't worry about it. People know who you are. (laughs) I'm Brian. Don't tell me, I already know. (laughs) Well, you're Greg. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry, start again. All right. I'm Brian. I'm Greg. <laughs> and together we're Shift. Shift. MTB. Yeah, so I'm Greg. I grew up in the area. I'm Brian from Farmington. Grew up there. I was from Durango, and we worked together. That's how we came to be Shift Mountain Biking. We met on Craigslist. No, we didn't. <laughs> I met your wife on Craigslist. <laughs> Does that sound our, pretty good? Yeah, our, our wives hooked us up. Nice. So I was, I was teaching violin. And she found my ad on Craigslist, and I, uh, that's how I met his wife, and then she introduced, I needed a job, so nice. she got me a job at his work, so that's <laughs> why we know each other. She's like, hey, I know this idiot, he teaches me violin, and you do a job that any idiot can do, so yeah. so we did it. Yeah. Perfect. And now we're there. <clears throat> and this has all happened in the last, like, couple of years? So that was five years ago. Nice. Five years ago, we started working together. Um, 
Yeah, and he was he's actually a very good mechanic. Nice. I am not quite as good, but I... Can you align a drivetrain on a mountain bike? Just. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's an eagle. Unless I, it's uh, an eagle. That's... can rebuild a transmission on, an, in, on a car, but, man, 12-speed drivetrain. Those 12 speeds elude that's, you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the unicorn. Uh, oh, buddy, man, that's super cool. I just asked that because I, I've run into people bringing me their stuff into my bike shop, and they'll tear apart motors on dirt bikes, and they're, <laughs> like you said, their car, they'll rebuild it in their driveway. And then they're like, I can't, I can't figure out this drivetrain. I'm yeah. like, okay. <laughs> yeah, the, small, the smaller the machine, the more fine-tuned you need to be. And we work with hammers all day. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, too funny, man. Cool. Uh, so how would you guys get into mountain biking, man? How long have you been mountain biking? Well, I, uh, I actually started it because my knee got injured from running. Nice. Uh, my wife and I were training for a half marathon, and my knee just started having excruciating pains. And uh, so I gave up running and I was like, well, crap, every time I run, it hurts. And then I got fat mm. and uh, got lazy. Man, you were fat too. Yeah, <laughs> so fat. <laughs> <laughs> was like, man. Some, something has to change. Something has to change. And uh, I wound up, it was either cycling or swimming and road biking was not something I really wanted to get into. BMX, I was like, yeah, I could get back into BMX, but I'm not 12 anymore. Yeah. And I just, I would just embarrass myself terribly. So, uh, you do on a mountain bike too, though. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're quite yeah. embarrassing, but it's out in the mountains That's and true. I don't have traffic driving by so they can <laughs> laugh at me. Dude, nice. but I got, I got into it cause he was, he was mountain biking. We were working together and I was, I was also, I'm still fat. I was looking for a way to get in shape and I thought, I'm not going to like this, but it'll, it's a good workout. So I picked up a bike and ended up, what is that, my phone? I don't know you. I picked up a bike and ended up just freaking loving the sport. And it, it, coming off of dirt bikes and BMX is my most recent background is dirt bikes. Sick. And, uh, it turned out that Brian is a rocket on the XC trails, but if we ever if we ever get on a downhill trail, I, I leave him in the dust. But where if where we live, he's always so far ahead of me I can't even fathom keeping up. But those two or three times we've ridden in like Durango or something together, I can finally beat him and I feel so good about myself. But if you get this much weight going down a mountain, it's kinda hard <laughs> to stop it. So <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, that's so cool, dude. I I'm stoked for you guys, and it's cool that you guys are actually loving it like as much as you guys are because it's it is fun. Yeah. And then once you learn to, um, well, maybe this is me speaking from my own experience. Uh, not pay attention to Strava or like get all like just literally go dick around on your bike. Yeah. It becomes like ten times funner, and I kind of think that's where you guys are at. You're just like now going out riding, but. Yeah, that's a very recent change actually we've undergone. Yeah, man, Strava has been what has driven me to be so competitive. Sick. And yeah. uh man, getting getting KOMs, the the couple that I have, <laughs> it's like, yeah, and having the dreaded email, the uh-oh. <laughs> Someone stole you know. it. But lately, Christopher Martinez yeah, stole right. your KOM. That's He's never happened. <laughs> but lately, you've been not as into Strava. We've been like really dicking around on our bikes, having the time of yeah. our lives, and filming and stuff is really fun. 
the biggest problem we are running into now, though, is like we're getting fat again. Mm-hmm. And I feel uh, you, man, it's that time of year. It is. It's not only is it that time of year, <laughs> but when you're filming, you know, you get half of your ride in, right, and you exactly. have to go back, and so yeah. it takes so much more time to film. The better we get at it. I think we'll we'll have to work in time to train because we did commit to our viewers <laughs> that we're going to race this season. Nice, man. But, but man, just what the, you guys, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead, Brian. What the the shape that we're going to be in is going to be kind of tough to like be <laughs> as competitive as last yeah. year. What you want but to we're going to we're going to do our best. Are we talking enduro races, some downhill races, uh, cross country races? So cross country is where uh, actually both of our experience is right now. Um, Greg definitely with his uh, skill set that he's got and his technique, he's he's way far further towards the uh, enduro side of things. Nice. And I'm, you know, I just I just want to go fast, and he likes going fast, and he has a little bit more flair, a lot more a lot more flair than I do, <laughs> and. So uh, Brian, he won't he won't super brag on himself, but he, on the like the Road Apple Rally, uh-huh. uh, the big long race in Farmington, he actually beat a couple of the pros. Nice. Like, he's a fast dude, but uh, his technique is just kind of like he's just fast. And then when jumps come along, he's like, I don't think so. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna speed around it. And me, I'm like. Just down the desert, dicking around. Yeah, I'm racing, but like that looks fun too. So. Yeah. That's where that's where we're at. So th- to answer your question directly, yes, we're gonna get into enduro, nice, and we're going to get all the normal XC races. But we need help finding enduro races because, like, you might actually help us, dude. Yes, you've come to the right guy. Okay, good, because the right guy has come to you. <clears throat> my we're yeah. look at it. Yeah, <laughs> you did come. To, actually, I came to you. We almost rode once together. Yeah, and then you guys were like, "No, nah, that guy's weird or something." <laughs> no. Yeah, that's exactly what Brian said. <laughs> no, I, it was just before shift ever existed. I was like, "Yeah," and you were like, "Meet me at like the Bistai or something." I don't know where it was. Oh, that I probably don't remember that far back then. Yeah, that was me a long time ago, and I was super stoked on it. And I was like, "Yeah, finally an enduro rider." But all I had was my heart tail. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> but finally I got a new bike and we got a sponsor that'll let us borrow Sick. enduro bikes and stuff now. So at least, so anyway, at least for local races. You you have as, an enduro bike, man. I have a trail bike. You have a Norco. A Norco, but it's a it's the Norco Optic. And it's like a one ten travel in the back. Send it, dude. Just I do I do. It'll do it. But I'm so fat. <laughs> and yet my bike you're right though. My bike will send anything in Durango. But yeah. go a little farther north, I'm going to have to get a little bit more For sure, travel. man. I feel you. Um, dude, that's exciting. Uh, You're going to be racing this season, right? Yes, absolutely. I'm pretty sure. You need to, dra- <laughs> you need to drag us along with you to all the good ones. Yeah. Uh, you did the Scott Enduro Series, right? Yeah, I've done it the last three years and three years now. I've done the I've series. heard you're pretty dang fast. That's another reason why I canceled plans. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a hard-tail fat guy against, like, a pretty much a pro. So I'm getting there, man. It's all about stacking the years on. That's the only way I can describe it. How long have you been riding? So I've been riding since, like, fall of 2015. Not much longer than, yeah. than you. Yeah, right around the same. Yeah. And then I just went into 2016 racing the Scott Enduro Cup. And actually in 2016, I only raced Moab and Angel Fire. Okay. And then 17, I raced the whole series. And, How did and you get involved Jericho. in that? I don't really know. Oh. Uh, I, you just kind of signed up for a race? So I, I was really into motocross racing. 
Oh, right. yeah, so I, yeah, I came came from racing motocross. I actually raced quads for a really long time. I was really competitive in that, and went to dirt bikes. And then and then I was kind of going to give it one last hurrah. Uh, so I was like, all right, dude, I'm going to get in shape. It's going to be crazy. I'm going to really like put in some good results. And then uh, and then I got a mountain bike to get in shape. And then I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> done. <laughs> there's like really sick races around my area. Yeah. So no reason, like there's no need to be driving to California, to Washington, Texas, right. Minnesota, like all this crap it's here. to race when I'm like, I can race a really prestigious competitive series right here in my backyard. Yeah. Yeah. So I hung up the dirt bike and four wheeler and uh mountain bike, man. That's kind of what we did too. We both had dirt <laughs> bikes and, uh, uh, they were so they, nice. Too. They were, yeah. We, <laughs> oh my gosh. we were not. No, you got, got rid of them, huh? No, yeah, yeah, got rid of them. I sold my dirt bike that like six months ago. Yeah, I'm really sad about it, but honestly, I don't miss it because I'm on my mountain bike constantly. So it, it went from being like on the dirt bikes really often, and then all of a sudden they just sat for a year. Dust. And it's depressing to because see that. Because we got mountain bikes. Yeah, exactly. And then my dirt bike got old enough, and I was like, eh, I might as well sell it. <laughs> May as well sell it. I'll pick it. one up again someday when I'm yeah. too old to pedal a bike. Have someone else, you know, put it to good use instead yeah. of it just rotting. Yeah. Exactly, man. I feel oh, you guys. Man. Sucks about mountain bike stuff, too, is like, it seems like new model years, like something sick comes out the next year. Yeah. So you're like, you have a bike that's like two years old and it's like Already. so like old compared to the new technology <laughs> that's out. You know? this. The sad old guy at the trail side. <laughs> you're like, I want the new 450. <laughs> thing is way better. The problem with mountain bikes is they're just as expensive yeah. as dirt bikes, but you can't sell them again. <laughs> Doesn't that suck? Yeah. yeah, dude. I know I'm practically giving my bike away because I'm just like, I don't uh, know. either that or racing it again this year because you're right. You just, might get back into I, motocross? No, just to get a new bike. Like, oh. That's the one thing about racing enduro. You just hammer them, dude. Like, no, you can't really put two full seasons on all the same components. Well, yeah, you can, I guess. But yeah. I'm also looking for a larger frame. I'm on a medium right now, and I just feel like I want to go to a large frame. Interesting. So I might just buy a frame. Oh, yeah. And just throw my parts on it and race. Why not? But anyway, uh, I want to ask you guys, what is Shift MTB, man? What happened? I want to know. It, I want to know what it is. The inception. <laughs> yeah. The inception was we were. So there's stages. It went okay. in stages. And the very first YouTube channel we wanted to start was just about a couple of normal dudes trying new stuff. And then it, it went into this mountain bike theme, and then and then we just sat around and thought about what could we call our channel. <clears throat> the big driver for me was. I try to get on YouTube, and we live in a mountain biking mecca, right? Durango's just up there, and it, it was the mountain biking capital of the world for, for how long? All through the 90s. Yeah. Um, and there's so many epic trails up there. Every time I get on YouTube, though, nothing's there for, for Durango. And so yeah, yeah. that's why I'm, one thing that drives me is that we're in such a cool area that we got to do it. And I don't know what drives you, but... Heck, I mean, just getting people out and excited about a sport, you know, especially one that we enjoy. And then, man, meeting up with locals yeah. and just like this, we're, we're getting to spend time with you. We're getting to know yeah. each other's history, make new friends, bring people, you know, together. And, you know, it, it's a great opportunity for Greg and I to act like two idiots because uh, we are. I guess <laughs> so there's not much acting there. But, uh, sure. yeah. yeah, I mean, 
there there really isn't that much for such a vast uh, difference in you know uh, terrain. It's we have the the flattest deserts, and then you just go a few miles, and all of a sudden it's you know aspens, and yeah. you have you go a few more miles, and it's you get into Aztec, and it's just like this super fun chunky rocky stuff, and mixed in with sandstone that you might see in Moab, and it's just there's we, no channels around here. There's no YouTube channels. Around isn't that here. weird? It is weird. So we thought, what the hell? And honestly, people have come to us online. And they said, it's, it's no doubt that we're not very talented, right? He's really fast on a bike. And I can ride downhill okay on a bike, but we can't do cool tricks. We're not like, yeah. we're not, quote, YouTube worthy, if you, might, if you might. But people like the stuff we're producing. And I think it might be partially because we are relatable. There's a lot yeah. of guys that are maybe a little overweight. They may be a dad who's too busy. They might... Not everybody can go out every day and just hammer the trails. And yeah. so to see two guys that are family men and that do, I am a little overweight and I'm still out there just rocking and having fun, you, you can too, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, our, that's our kind of our mission, so. And then finding, you know, finding what is out there that's close to you and using it. Yeah. Um, there, there are, you know, like what you said, there's a lot of family men, family women out there that, they can't just go to California. They can't just go to Moab, you know, spend spend a weekend here, a weekend there. Uh, you know, it's you don't want to move away from your family just for a hobby. Yes. Um, and, you know, getting people excited about what they have yeah. is, is important. You don't have to have the latest and greatest of everything just to have fun. Yeah. How's the, uh, how's the learning curve been for you guys with social media? Is oh that something you guys used to? Oh, man. Let's get so, into that. YouTube yeah. cameras. Because you guys had oh, to, Did you guys already have cameras laying around? No, no. So we... <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. We started out with one GoPro that I got on a discount because it was the last year's model. And I thought, this is a huge purchase, man. This is huge, <laughs> right? 400 bucks to something I don't even know if I'm going to do. And uh, so I got it. And then neither of us were on social media. <laughs> I, I canceled my Facebook account five years ago. Yeah. Five years ago. I haven't been on at all. And so I was like, well, gosh, Brian, we need we need to reach people. And, and he goes, we got to bite the bullet, man. Get an Instagram account. <laughs> so so we did. And now I just wash my hands of it. And Brian takes care of the Instagram. <laughs> I'll get on there and comment every now and then. But, like, it, it, it uh, it's daunting. Daunting. Yeah. But the filming... The filming, setting up. The, I tried. Each of us have tried to go out and film our own rides. Okay. Make our own edits by ourselves. <laughs> yeah, I don't know it how is, they do it. I don't know how people do it. If you make your own edits without any help, kudos to you, man. I don't even know how you get two miles. Because POV, we're not about like POV shots. Yeah, it's I can't, not the greatest. Yeah, I don't justify. Like yeah, what's going on ever and i can't watch 10 minutes of that <laughs> you know like if you're not going to give a, a purpose to your video don't make a video yeah so it's been hard for me but with the two of us working together we're like he's my tripod i'm his tripod and that's yeah. how we make it work yeah then man I've, I've gone out a few times and just tried to get like oh man there's a sick drop but greg's not here oh, i have my phone i'll just whip it out and like set it on this rock. Four hours. Look later. at it. Look at it. Set it up. 
10 minutes later, I'm like, okay, the phone's perfect. Right. And then I run back up the hill, <laughs> make the drop, and, you know, go back to my phone and then head out and go, you know, finish finish the ride off. Sometimes your home. phone has dropped or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> go phone. Wind go, blows it over. Yeah, get exactly. home, get home, review it. And it's, you see, like, the tire for a little bit and then nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so when is this going to air? Uh, let's see. February 16th. Okay. So before then, we will be dropping a video with... Uh, JJ Squires? No one. Yeah, we hope. We hope. We're, that's our plan, anyways. We're going to go film with him. He's a pretty good writer, and we really good compared to me. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> he. Uh, we're going to start a segment on our channel. We hope to called Ask the Experts. Oh, nice. So we are not experts, but we know people who are like you. Yes. And yeah. He, we know a lot of people. A lot of people are, here in yeah. this area. And I know a lot of people in Durango who are just epic writers. And so our goal is to get those people involved. And then other people can watch us learn how nice. to do a wheelie or how to, you know, whatever. And then they can really see because if you were to go teach a camera how to do a wheelie, you would just be like, do this. And you do it. Yeah. But if you're trying to teach me, it'll show how frustrated you get with me, how frustrated yeah. I get with you, how frustrated I get with myself. It'll show mistakes that you're not going to make because you already know how to do it. Right. Yeah. So bring in someone that doesn't, <clears throat> isn't quite as good or doesn't know how at all. And then all of a sudden, it just changes. It changes from a how-to to a, I'm actually teaching you this. That's so cool. And That's, yeah, we thought that would be relatable. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, because you can see the the difference in the two. Like, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of one area we're planning on taking the channel. Yeah, adventure out. I mean, we have, heck, if we could get some of the the world champions and the pros that <laughs> are just next door are local to us. <laughs> Dude, oh, you man. can, man. They're, they're really cool. I, I had uh, Todd Wells on the podcast. I saw just, that. He was yeah. just like totally down. Like this. Yeah. They, he would be down to do it. I think he's really cool. Yeah. Guys, yeah. And um, then we were going to get with you and see if you wanted to do one. Or? Dude, I absolutely will. I, I mean, this is all I do full time. So I'm pretty really? free. I mean, I have a four month old and a two year old. So it's like, little bit but me and my wife sure. balance it pretty good so well that's just, really cool just let's plan it out and i'll be more than happy to go we'll be utilizing you for sure definitely I'm, I'm stoked that's a part of our journey also is that we actually do get better like we don't want to forever be these two <laughs> <laughs> we actually we, want we to race suck <laughs> yeah and so one of my goals is to get in better shape you know very cool and and i want to actually do it instead of being the guy that's always trying yeah and i want that to be relatable too because be cool and then capture your story man that's yeah. pretty sick and this is also a good I... thing because it keeps us accountable yeah i mean for sure because we can say as much yeah. as we want i want to lose weight i want to get faster i want to do this or that better yeah and well if you just tell yourself that it's mm -hmm. super easy to I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But if you have hundreds of people following you being like, Come on, man, what are you doing? <laughs> Eating yeah. chips. It's 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 kinda it's more difficult to let a whole bunch of other people down. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, a big one is signing up for races. Like that would really get get you um, yeah, motivated. Yeah. Yeah, because like the first time you do like an enduro race, like your quads are burning and your back, you got back pain, and then you're breathing like you're about to throw up a lung, and then you're like, okay, so then you start. We doing might it. we might enlist you to just help us get into our first enduro, yeah, and try to prepare us because we don't know, <laughs> we don't have any <laughs> idea what we're getting into, man. <laughs> Let's do it. We, man. I ride the trails that the, some of the races take place on, 
I can uh-huh. I can do them. Like in Durango, there's there's some series and they're like light enduro. It's not like hardcore. Oh, enduro. like their Wednesday do, do, uh, yeah, like the Durango Devo. Zia, oh yeah, Scott Zia, Zia Town Series or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I want to do I want to start with that maybe because I I can ride all those trails. Yeah. But like I went to Moab uh, with a with him and another buddy with Brian and another guy and uh, that other guy is a. a he was a pro enduro racer for a long time, yeah. and he showed us some of the trails that they ride, and I was like, "Holy hell!" <laughs> yeah, I, I did them, I did them, but he was racing them, and I was just trying to survive them, you know. Yeah. So I don't know how you guys do it, but I want to. It, it was a tough, uh, it was a tough learning curve coming from this area because we don't really have a lot of stuff like that. Right. So, so when I started racing enduro, that's how it was. I, I remember my first time in uh, in. Well, kind of angel fire, but my, the real what opened my eyes was racing in Park City, Utah. Really? Yeah, there was a there was a trail called Fire Swamp, and at at that time I had never rode anything like that at speed. I may have gone down some stuff, a little sketchy, but it was just kind of straight down, and you're just weaving in and out of trees. But you're like straight up and down. So right. you're, like, you're like sitting on your back tire. And while you're sitting on your back tire, you're still hitting drops. So oh, it's like geez. that steep. Holy crap. And so for me, it was like a struggle to just ride down it, let alone go like as fast as you can so down it. Who ta- like who, who trained you in? Like how did you, get, how did you get to where you are now? Just keep doing it? Yeah. I mean, ride as much as you can. And... Uh, I kind of take breaks, like I take the winter off, and then I'll lose like 10 or 15 pounds before racing. I'll do like a solid like training camp, oh. and that'll get me going. Um, and it's like three, like two, like 150 to 300 squats a day. Like you're just really blowing yourself up, and then getting your cardio going. But when does that start for you? Is it uh, started like right now, yeah, like last week. <laughs> Damn it, we missed it. <laughs> Better wait till next, next year. year Here we go. It'll go until May probably until really? I lose 15 pounds. Yeah. But a um, lot of squats, a lot of uh, grip strength. You, you just have to be strong, man. Like when you case something and you get like checked up on some tree roots or you hit uh, a tree with your bar, like, dude, you have to have the strength to just like power through that stuff because like. And the reflex too. Dude, that's I mean. like when you get caught off, like those are the ones that are the hardest is when, when you get caught, when you don't see it coming. When sure. you hit that rock right. with your pedal that you didn't see or like you – you case that tree root that you didn't really think was going to, like, check you up that hard. Those are the ones where, like, you really need that, like, power. Dude, like, you when you see guys like Richie Rude, dude, just blast through any, like, he don't care what line he's in. and <laughs> He doesn't care. He yeah. blows a lot of tires and stuff, but that real core strength, back strength, a lot of leg strength, like, real. So can, and that uh, confidence, just that confidence on the bike where you just, like, you can flick it, maneuver it, scrub it, like, it all helps. A lot of conditioning then. And a lot of conditioning, but like a lot of riding, man. Like that's okay. like the only that's like the hardest part of it too is like finding a weekend to go to Angel Fire and just like ride a chairlift all weekend. Like because when you do that, you start down the mountain and you'll do a click or two out on your rebound and you know start plowing through some stuff and then you go a couple more clicks out on your yeah. rebound, <laughs> your, your compression, and then you'll plow some muscle and then you'll put some psi in your suspension and then you get to this point where you're just like super dialed down these really rough sections and that's what it takes dude is like okay like okay like dialing in your setup but and then also like 
doing it all the time. Like taking the time to actually. Yeah, I guess I could relate it to like walking. Like we're super good at walking. That's true. Like all of us. Like we don't like stumble down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> and so like that's, you know, like professional <clears throat> boxers or something. They just spar. Like that's how you get ready for a fight. Manny Pacquiao or Mayweather's. Like right. they get ready by putting tougher opponents in front of them that hit harder than the guy that they're fighting or you know what I mean yeah and so just ride your bike down technical stuff all as much as you can that's a good push point. push your limits and then give it time man three to five years I would set like a three to five year goal how just old are say you like uh 30 30 so I'm already old I'm already I'm already <laughs> 35 you're absolutely you're good, the oldest one in here but you're there's good. there's guys on the there's guys still on the pro circuit that are older uh, than me there's 40 year olds that blow me away and that's why that's I'm that's why I have hope right because oh, sure. on, on the motocross bike I was like well, I've, I've passed my prime a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. But on the out on the circuit, there's guys my age, and it's like, okay, I, I think I can do this, you yeah. know. But I gotta take a piss. You take over for a minute. Nice. <laughs> Go ahead, back. Sorry, man. We can just we can pause it or okay. yeah. we can start back yeah. up. I don't care. Keep going, Brian. You can talk. <laughs> Have fun. Go pee pee. Do you need help? No. <laughs> that was a little off. <laughs> Writing down notes for editing. just so I can edit it, yeah. So I know where we stopped. Any shortcuts? <laughs> yeah, that heck, man. That so Greg edits all our all our videos, uh-huh. and geez, that that takes a lot of work, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Um, are we that's like I was telling you earlier, man. We tried the whole video thing, and it was just like it was just tough for us. But we were trying to like compete competitively, so. We needed to spend as much possible time pre-riding trails and like you know, working on bikes and stuff. But yeah, uh, it's fun to do every now and then. I I, I still like it, but <laughs> I like your guys. You guys more like you have a script. You're not really just taking cameras out on your rides. Seems like you guys are kind of like this video. Let's talk about such and such. Yeah, kind of, you know what I mean. Yeah, or, just uh, or even how he was giving the examples of wanting to. Uh, do like how to learn how to ride a wheelie like that it's got to be kind of scripted out or else yeah it's not. so our our big thing is we want to keep it as natural as possible yes. and really nothing has been scripted except for we do go out with a goal and each video needs to have a, a problem and a solution perfect exactly and if we don't have a problem we can't make a video out of that you know <laughs> and like with the skills thing if if we don't know how to wheelie that's the problem. Yeah. Well, let's let's find a solution. So let's find an expert. Let's find someone that can help us out with that. Dude, that's so cool, man. Don't don't worry, I'm back. Welcome back. Did oh, you? Yeah. Did you make it all right? Yeah, was no, it, it was okay. Did it come out okay? It was okay. It was all right. right. Did it burn? Roughly normal. <laughs> okay. And uh, you guys are both from here. You guys yeah, are both from so Farmington. I'm Farmington. He's Durango. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And what do you guys think about the future? Well, what do you guys think about the Four Corners in general? I guess Farmington, Astic area, as far as outdoor recreation or mountain biking specifically. Um, what do you guys see that's good about it, and what do you guys see that could be improved on? Man, uh, I know here, local Farmington area, um, we have a lot of potential that just needs to be unlocked and developed. Um, I, I have heard rumor that there's 
people working on building more uh, systems out in like Chokecherry and out behind foothills. Um, and there's also a rumor that there's trails going up on top of Pinion Mesa that are going to be more developed and, and better. But I really haven't seen anyone actually doing anything yet. <laughs> um, but so the, the good part about where we are is we have miles and miles and miles of just fun trails. You have, you have spots where you can, you can do a full-on XC all day race if you want to. And you have spots where you, you can just drive a little bit and then do as much enduro as you want. Um, you know, I guess it's lighter enduro. But, you know, and up up on on uh, the road apple area, you may have to just pedal a bit to get to a really fun spot and pedal quite a bit more and get to another really fun There's spot. There's a lot of freaking pedaling uh, yeah. for fat people. <laughs> There's a lot of pedaling. But. I, like, I like the area a lot, but again, I got into mountain biking just for fitness. Yeah. I didn't plan on enjoying it. Nice. So. As far as what I expected versus what I get, it's, it's amazing around here because I do enjoy it. I didn't think I'd like the XC at all. I thought I'd be going to Purgatory or Angel Fire every weekend and just lifts, right? Yeah. But honestly, I enjoy pedaling. It's fun. I'm not good at it, but I enjoy it. And as far as the area goes, <clears throat> south of Colorado, um, we're kind of stuck with what the terrain is giving us, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's not going to be big mountain enduro there's not going to be crazy downhill things because there's no crazy downhills so as far as what can be improved just more miles of trail in my opinion as far as what's good about it is there's like you said hundreds of miles of trails so um, and another good thing is they 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 encourage it in the area we're encouraged to go out and ride and explore and and all that and I don't know. It's good, but we're just limited to what the terrain has given us. So, yeah, <clears throat> I'm just really excited about this time where uh, it feels like the area's and really getting invested in outdoor recreation. And it's like it's, it's like a good time mountain, to be mountain biking here. Yeah, it's as if we're like ten years behind catching up to mountain biking here. Mm-hmm. But now that's catching up, I'm getting into it at the right time because because yeah, yeah. they're they're kind of blowing up. I like it. Yeah. Versus mountain biking is, you know, when we were 12 years old, I was, I was riding around on my BMX, you know, having a blast, laughing at the kids with all their mountain bikes that never worked. Their gears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stupid gears. <laughs> I know I tell, I tell people that I've, I got in a mountain biking at the great time because I've never, I've never had to ride with the outer dropper post. I've I got in when 27.5 wheels were already here. Now, like 29ers are capable um, yeah, like this whole like all this is like pretty new geometry, like long top tubes, short chain stage, yep. short stems, you know, the offset of the forks are changing now. And it's just like I feel kind of, you know, hat goes off to the veterans, man, that are For still sure. out there pedaling because they, they wrote some rats. Yeah. There's a there's a video uh, of of uh, John Tomac in Durango riding the. Um, what the hell is that? The hogsback. Uh-huh. Hogsback on a hardtail from the 90s. 
And I was like, you know, they have like the <clears throat> the 400 wide bars and like the hardtail. And you know that suspension was just absolute ass. <laughs> and like he bombed that thing faster than I ever could on a, granted, he is a god on a bike. But I mean, still, where it's come to, I I would never ride the bikes of yesteryear. Like I would still be, be a BMXer if it yeah. weren't for the for the improvement of the bikes, you know, because... Mm-hmm. I slip a chain once, and, like, I just get so depressed. <laughs> so I'm just so glad the bikes are where they are. <laughs> you, have, you have one little, uh, one little hiccup. malfunction. <clears throat> I hate this thing. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to see a BMX track or bike park here in Farmington? So I grew up racing Aztec. Uh-huh. That's what I did. I, I got almost pro level just, just racing in Aztec. And then, I, and then I travel as well every now and then. Very cool. But uh, I really miss it. I really miss a BMX track being here. Yeah. yeah, that would be that would be awesome. I mean, if we could get if we could get that, I'd, I'd probably get a BMX. Yeah, you <laughs> and me both. Spend some time out there. You raced yeah. BMX, I'm assuming. Or no, did you ever know? No, I never did. Most mountain bikers Just, did, but yeah, it's helpful. It's a helpful background to have in mountain biking. It definitely gives you that finesse of being able to manual and stuff. Yeah, whipping curl <laughs> and all that. <laughs> uh, what are your guys' setups? Like, what, uh, what do you prefer to ride as a bike, or what's your guys' dream bikes? Uh, what, yeah, what sh- you want to be on? Shoot, right now, I'm, I'm lucky enough to own my dream bike. Uh, it's just a, it's a 2018 Santa Cruz Tallboy carbon, freaking everything, and it's amazing. <laughs> carbon wheels and bars and anything you touch is just carbon, and you know it. And uh, well, except for the bolts, I guess to hold it on. But that'll change soon. There's, to Carbon. Yeah, we'll we'll go carbon bolts. <clears throat> but yeah, it's it's an awesome bike. Uh, riding twenty nine wheels, uh, one thirty up front, one ten in the back. Around here, it's awesome. Yeah, uh, perfect. Which is ninety percent of the riding. You know, ninety eight percent of the riding really. And uh, you know. For the once, maybe twice a year that we go to Moab or something like that, I can rent a bike or, you know, hopefully get hooked up by someone to, to let me borrow one. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my my bike, I have a Norco Optic, and it came with 120 in the front, but I had uh, Anthony Diaz build them. Oh. He didn't want to because they're just Fox 34s. <laughs> he was like, this is useless, man. you got to get a 36. I can't put my runt on that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he did it. He did it for me, and they're beautiful. But I pumped it up to 140. So I got nice. 140 in the front now, up from 120, and then 110 in the back. I upgraded my bars to, like, a super high-rise bar. So my, like, XC trail bike is as enduro of a bike as I could yeah. get it because I got downhill wheels. Uh, you know those the stands no tubes they got the flows on there it's Perfect. a 29er it's a, it's as enduro as you can get that little small, small travel bike so I um, love it you know a really good enduro race for you guys to hit if What's you guys want to run those bikes What's would that? be a Moab's at the Klondike Bluffs really 20, short travel 29ers roll really fast on that course interesting huh. yeah That's they roll cool. really fast my dream bike as far as my dream bike goes uh, I'm really looking for like a 150, 150, nice. or like a 160, 150, just because I, yeah. you know, coming off a of dirt bike, oh, yeah. you hit the big hits, and sometimes you just don't yeah. have enough. But 
Yeah, for sure, man. That, that's another thing I'm trying to get off my bike now because I'm 130 on the rear with the 160 fork. And uh, just some of the stuff I did this year was just... Too um, much. Yeah, the really, really high speeds, the 130 in the rear just wasn't enough. I mean, it is and it isn't. I mean, sure. I, I would feel more comfortable with like a like a 150 on the rear yeah. or what, 160. I kind of want to go like 160, 170 fork. Nice. I That's a lot be, of bike, man. It is, yeah. And so in your opinion, with like 170 travel, because I'm heavily looking into a bike that has 170 with 29-inch wheels, uh, is that way too much bike for where we live? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> Move <But> on, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for your daily rider, I would say yes, but if you really want to race enduro, it'd be pretty sick. Okay. Especially if you go somewhere like Angel Fire, or any of the bike parks, Angel Fire, Powderhorn, Park City, all that stuff. Uh, anywhere around Aspen, Winter Park, that, it's going to feel amazing. Okay. And they're not so bad anymore, especially if you start looking at the numbers now, like with YT or, you, you know, they just the, – the Jeff C is a pretty good bike, I think. So that's the um, bike I'm looking into is is the Jeff C okay. or the Capra. Capra. The Very Capra good. was what I was looking into, but it's a 170 front rear. The one I want is the top mm-hmm. tier, but uh, the Jeffsy seems more down my alley. Now, this year they came out with a 36 in the front. Yep. They had a 34 last year. Nice. So now, and and then they pumped them up to 150, 150. Would that be a good bike? You think for? Oh, for sure, man. For me yeah. around here, yeah. Durango area and all that. The Jeffsy? Yeah. Yeah, that bike's a ripper, man. Even throw a 160 fork on it. Okay. Just 150, 160. I, you'd rip anything. And it'd be yeah. so sick in Durango. Yeah. And the Jeffsy's just a little steeper than the Capra, like a little steeper seat tube yeah. and you can little, climb a little bit. Yeah. Um, but <clears> another <throat> one that's very good would be a Common Cell uh, Meta 29. I've seen those. I've the never... Meta Am 29. So the my that bike is sick. My reason for going with with YT is price, only yeah. price, bang for your buck. Yeah, it is. Check out Common Sale, man. They got yeah. they're straight to they're straight to consumer. Straight consumer. Too, um, they have different level builds, so okay. you can get on. I think you can get on on a a Meta Meta Am 29 for about 22 to 2800. Wow. Um, downside about common cell or for me it's not a downside but um, they only make alloy bikes so if you want a carbon bike they don't make a carbon you prefer carbon bikes I prefer alloy if I'm paying for it really yeah because for the price difference I don't really notice I don't notice that big of an advantage interesting for carbon that's Um, good to know yeah yeah not on the mountain stuff man XC maybe, like, but I just feel like if you can ride, you can ride. Like it's going to be your fitness and your mistakes and all a lot more stuff accumulative than just being on a carbon frame. You know what I mean? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Do you have any experience on Fazari? No, but I have talked to them quite a bit. Okay, and that, I do want a LaSalle. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a brand that I've I've been kind of curious about, but I haven't really done any research on. Yeah, they're they're good people to talk to on the phone. Um, because that's what I do with my bike shop. Like I, I basically help people shop for an online bike. Okay. That's how Handstone Cycles works. It's like oh. I'm a, I'm like I fill in the gap for direct consumer brands, and I'm like the professional assembler for them. That's cool. For people who aren't confident in building their own bike or feel uncomfortable taking a YT to their local 
giant dealer and they're like yeah. where's the case of beer bro because <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, he didn't buy our buy our bike so i kind of try to that's kind of how i developed and i i doing it out of my house and stuff i didn't want any overhead and when i looked into being a uh, stocking dealer it was just a giant pain in the ass really so i was oh, just wow. like no like you have to order so many bikes every six months oh, and gosh. i'm just like no i just want to help people get on a bike right that's sick and so that yeah. they want yeah yeah so you got like yt canyon common cell fazari um diamondback Can- you mentioned canyon Can- yeah. yeah so you have like these really good direct consumer brands that just that's right. good bikes out there man diamondback is can yeah. be direct consumer or you can buy it from are they still in the shops are they still in the shops or like they- their low-end stuff is okay i don't know a whole lot of like diamondback dealers they yeah. do have some deal. You can be a stocking dealer for Diamondback okay. if you want to take advantage of some margins. Okay. But if you don't, um, yeah, they're a direct consumer also. That's I think, cool. I think Intense is kind of the same way. Yeah. And then uh, Diamondback offers really cool discounts, like for military and government employees. I think. That's right. Like, yeah. 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 You bu- get like huge discounts. I have a buddy who was willing to use his military discount to get me, to get me one. But I'm kind of stuck on the Jeff C. I got to yeah. be honest. Yeah. I'm just kind of stuck there. I don't know why. So I'm with you, man. Like. Uh, so next year, like if I race a, if I change bikes, I'm um, <clears throat> I'm either going to be on a YT Capra or a Common Cell Meta Am 29. Yeah, it's just a toss up between the two. So so, so <clears throat> just getting out of brand names, but like let's let's take the the full on enduro versus like a heavy trail like the white the Jeff C I would consider like almost an enduro trail bike. Would you? Yeah, the thing okay. rips, man. So. I, I've never rode one, but I've watched I videos. I've really looked into them. Yeah. And uh, and then what? Have you seen the changes they made to the new Jeff C? Oh yeah. Dude, yeah. That oh, thing, yeah. It's yeah. even more that, capable. Their web page is what pops up on our computer <laughs> every time. It's wacky. <laughs> Anyways, I was gonna ask you like, for me, I don't. I enjoy riding around here, but I love riding bigger mountain stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Would I be better to just go straight for the Capra, or would the YT handle everything I, I have to throw at it? You think? I guess yeah, you wouldn't the know Jeff C? You have, you have, you the Jeff Yep, the Jeff Sorry, yeah. It'll handle everything, man. That's what I'll go with then. I It'll think. definitely handle everything. More capable than my bike now, I'm assuming, right? Very, yes, very much so. They're more expensive. So last year, <laughs> the, Cap- <laughs> the Capra was more expensive. This year, the Jeff is more expensive. But it comes yeah. with a fork that you would have put on anyways. Yeah, it comes with all the so. upgrades that I would have put on the original yeah. one. So, Dude, and I just love their lowest, lowest build. Like, that's the one I want. It's only, like, it's like a little over two grand. Yeah. And it comes with, like, a Lyric, which is pretty sick. And it comes with, like, a their, their NX. What? It comes with, like, a Eagle NX Eagle. Eagle NX Eagle. Yeah. I'm a little bummed, though, because last year's model came with the... E13. E13 with the SLX. I would have rather had that Me too. than 12 speed. Let's talk about that. You're an Eagle fanatic, Brian. I love it. <laughs> and I just, I can't do it. My new bike, my Norco came with an Eagle. I can't keep that thing. I don't know if, maybe I'm too heavy pedaling on it. I don't know what it is, but I can't keep it. It always goes out. I go on one long, long ride. I've got to take it back and freaking realign it, man. But my E13, <laughs> E13 was like bulletproof. It was heavier, but I'm a fat guy anyways, like I noticed, you know. <laughs> it was heavier, but it always, always did what it needed to do. Yeah. So I don't know why. Yeah, and I haven't had any issues. Your Eagle has just lasted, and, yeah. like, you it's, rarely ever adjust it. It's got about 1,200 miles on it, and the chain's not even 
stretched, not even stretched at all. You have weak little That's legs, crazy. though, so. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not putting down the watts. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I got an XO, XO Eagle, um, and it, I'm having the same issue as you. That's what you have, XO. Mm-hmm. Not quite as often, but it, it definitely goes out a lot, a lot more than when I was on uh, just 1x11. Do you know about the E13 12-speed? Is that an improvement? Oh, I don't know anything about it. Yeah, they have one. I don't know. Hmm. But anyways, I'm not interested in 12. I just didn't know. Yeah. I like 11 speeds. They think they work great, whether it's RAM or... Really? Yeah. I'm not too picky. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> i got a few more questions for you guys. You guys are probably ready, sick of this, huh? I don't mind. This is fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, I want to talk about you guys' uh, collab with Pedal to the Peaks. Yeah. yeah, is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Please do. Let's do that. What's uh, what's going on there? I'm stoked for you guys. So we're we are ambassadors for a uh, bike shop in Durango, Colorado, called Pedal the Peaks. Uh, it's one of the smaller bike shops in town, but man, those guys are so cool over there. Well, uh, David Howard, he's the owner. Yeah. And he is just one of the most down to earth guys that you know you can come around. Our, our third video on YouTube is all about all about it oh, okay so nice. if you watch our youtube channel i mean that's what our third video is about but i'll put it in i'll put some of them in, in the description yeah, in thanks. This. yeah, yeah thanks for sure so yeah. people could just click on him <clears throat> but basically he put he put out an instagram message saying apply here for ambassadorship we didn't know how many people were going to apply but i guess like a lot <laughs> quite a few yeah <laughs> and then we get an email and it's like you did it, and we were like, "Why? <laughs> Why <laughs> you yes. made it?" But his his only uh, tell him about his only requirement. Uh, the requirements that he has is that we uh, talk about the shop out on the trails, out in you know when we're out in public, uh, but not forcibly either. Yeah. Um, you know, because that that gets annoying. That can get annoying pretty yeah, quick. Yeah. I'll drive people away. Right? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, this guy again? Um, <laughs> this guy. And, uh, Giving me socks and yeah. hats. <laughs> I got enough socks, man. Just <laughs> <laughs> gonna hold this hat in my pack. <laughs> I've been trying to burn these things for a week. <laughs> and uh, on Instagram, we just, uh, you know, talk positively about them, uh, tag them in stuff, and uh, they've got a hashtag, Pedal the Peaks. Make sure we do that, um, but really just be as cool a guys as we can be. So which, he didn't he didn't realize cool. David Howard, the owner, didn't realize like what he was getting with us. So <laughs> we walked in to did a full blown YouTube video on him, and like we're not dicks about it. But what's cool about him is like I got my bike from another shop in Durango, Belarusian. Uh-huh. Yeah. Those guys are super cool too, and I talked to David and I was like, hey. <clears throat> every now and then on YouTube, we're going to be going into other bike shops and featuring them. Is that cool? And he's like, I don't care. Yeah, like, he's like, yeah I get along with everybody right. in town. That's so sick. And, and that's so, what that's a really cool thing because you have you have a ton of different bike shops, you know, in all these towns and cities that are really close, and you're going to have major major uh, rivalries. Yeah. And he just seems to be really cool with anybody well and, and Durango's like the type of city that just doesn't get rivalries like yeah all that often cool. and so all the shops around there get along with each other and I was like he was just so nonchalant about it so we will be featuring other shops but uh 
but kind of pushing pedal the peaks when we can. So yeah, it's nice. kind of cool. That's the only sponsor we have so far. So if you have money and you want to just throw it at us, I mean, that would be. <laughs> a, hey, uh, we'll put That's your cool. face on our on yeah. our shirt. I'll get a tattoo of you. Was <laughs> uh, Anna just a few, just random questions, Go fun it, questions? Man. We yeah. got it. Um, gnarliest crash. Oh, oh my I know gosh. his. His is my favorite. Go ahead. You you go first. I gotta tell his All version right. of his. You gotta <laughs> tell you gotta tell your version of my wreck. Okay. So, we went out to Moab uh, <clears throat> last year, last November, and we went out as actually it was the trip that we were talking about earlier. Uh, Greg, myself, and our buddy Josh Snow, we went out and we had these epic plans to do you know all these trails the for, mag seven for two two or three days yeah. uh we were supposed to be out there and we get out there and our first our first ride was going to be the mag seven we went out uh greg and i rented bikes i was on a nice yeti uh 5.5 <laughs> and it wasn't nice it's it's been ridden all year in moab it and trash. it's a rental it was trash <laughs> it was pretty bad um but we get out and oh my gosh not too far in ten mi- to the it ride. Was within it, 10 miles. It was about 10 miles. Okay, wait, where are you guys, what trail is this? Mag, Mag 7. 7. Okay, sorry. Never and, wrote it. But. And about 10 miles not in, there was this, <laughs> not worth it, there was this dip that uh, I saw these two, I saw Greg and Josh go uh, go through, and I just happened to pick the wrong line. I didn't see what was over on the other side. <laughs> it, it just happened to be a, a gap that was not suitable for my tire to really roll over and boom over the handlebars and uh i wound up you know i stood up i was like all right that sucked you know i'll shake it off get on the bike um we start going go down the road a little bit and then all of a sudden i was like we gotta stop guys stuff hurts (laughs) and so we stop and i'm like oh my shoulder hurts Man, and I don't know why, you know, I just had a wreck. Not just did stuff and hurt, stuff was poking out of your stuff skin. Stuff was poking <laughs> out of my skin. And, but we didn't realize that until we actually got to camp. That's true. Because yeah. I had my pack and everything on at the time. And I didn't realize until a few days later that I hit my head and suffered a pretty good concussion. My, my helmet was all cracked. You were concussed and, for the last for the next twenty uh, miles. Yeah, just <laughs> riding anyways, out of it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I'm still in pain with my shoulder. I still have the my collarbone sticking up because I I uh, I tore a few ligaments uh-huh. and separated my shoulder almost entirely. Did they? They didn't pop off. No, the, not 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 all the way. But no. I'm gonna have this you know bone sticking up for the rest of my life. Uh, I have my tinnitus got worse. <laughs> And you have a ringing, yeah, constantly now. Yeah, that's that's the a ringing in your ear. Yeah, it's it never goes away, and it is the most annoying thing. You know, once it gets quiet, I just that I wasn't can't the think. that wasn't the end of your terrible terrible <laughs> ride. So I want to tell was, this part. So yeah, keep going. We're hauling yeah. balls down the towards the portal. Uh-huh. Uh, we were lost. We were lost <laughs> out of so out of water. I out was of pissed. Food. I was pissed out of water. You were mad? Mad. I was mad. <laughs> mad at us. Mad at myself for getting lost. And uh, and I'm done. And I'm overweight and I'm dehydrated and 
out there in the mountains just dying and all these other guys are having fun which pisses me off more <laughs> high fives yeah anyways josh and i are waiting up at the top of the next climb brian never shows up ever and so i look like get up on a rock and look down for him and he's hiking his bike on his good shoulder and uh uh i w- you tell them what happened because that was a terrible freaking i hated that bike yeah so so yeah <laughs> yeah i hated that you don't want to buy one i do not want to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> greg and josh take off we had we had just gotten done you know stop we stopped to talk to a few people you know make sure we're going the right way and uh this was we were just starting to get our bearings and we go to take off and josh and greg go first i go next and i'm behind them and we start bombing down this hill and you know out in moab it's just a big huge rock and it's just bombing down i don't know 35 ish miles an hour had to have been man and all of a sudden my back wheel shling it just locks up entirely and i go down i i hit my elbow really hard i had a grapefruit on my elbow (laughs) for a day or two and go down hit my elbow on the shoulder that just got jacked up and i just slide all the way down this the rest of this 35 miles mountain. an hour's worth of whatever friction will stop you <laughs> and, and it's pretty grippy moab's pretty grippy yeah <laughs> i learned that and uh i was like oh crap everything hurts and i look back and there's just this stands explosion of sealant everywhere all oh, over the man. place and I'm, I'm like oh crap so I this gotta... is about this time some riders get to me and they're <laughs> like hey your buddy's wheel exploded he's I was like, got a flat tire he's like no the wheel exploded <laughs> and i was like and they were behind me watching this yeah so it, brian hikes his bike up what happened is the derailleur folded into his bike at 35 miles an hour wow. and shredded half of the spokes in half so i couldn't even roll it i couldn't even roll the bike yeah. the rest of the 10 miles out of mag 7. long story short brian had to hike his bike for 10 <laughs> miles on a good shoulder that went bad because of that hike yeah. and then josh and i had to make our way back into into moab get our vehicles come back save his ass and <laughs> Anyways, it was terrible. My Dude. worst, my worst crash wasn't painful, but it was frightening. In Durango, <laughs> so in Durango, I was riding. I'm not at this time. I wasn't very experienced, and I'm going on one of those ridges. It's death on either side, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, these two guys are in front of me, kind of training me along. And they take off, and I go down to a dip, and this dip, f- fortunately, on one side the cliff is there to grab onto because my tires swoop out from under me and by the time by the time i got my bearings like what happened my tires had slooped out and i had hooked my bike with my foot and was dangling off of off of a durango (laughs) freaking mountain with my bike on my foot and i was like well how did i end up here (laughs) but it happened so fast and i was so scared that uh I, i I rode a little more carefully that day, but I also <laughs> learned like how to ride a little better too. Yeah. So that was my worst crash. I've gotten hurt a lot, but nothing worth like telling. Never yeah, broke any bones or anything. Not on a bicycle, on a dirt bike, yeah. Yeah. But not on a bicycle yet. You do you race dirt bikes competitively? I never did. No. Just I did. R- I did like off road racing, like the Weeby down in yeah. Phoenix and stuff, but yeah, never really. Uh, the Asset guys are getting the track going now. There'll be a race series this year. 
I heard that they were grooming that yeah. track. Yeah, they they got a race schedule up and like is the track uh, actually rideable now? Because for, for sure, a long yeah. time it was just like a hard rock freaking. Yeah, they're gonna groom it uh, yeah. this week, next weekend. They're gonna go out and make some changes. You still have a bike, yeah? Me? Yeah. No, I have a four wheeler, but I haven't rode it. Okay. In like two years or something. But <laughs> I'm thinking about getting a dirt bike again now that they got the track up and running and yeah. might go do some races. Um, but I don't know. I, I liked arena cross more when I rode dirt bikes. Yeah. I just did the kicker arena crosses. Those are fun because. You could just keep a 450 in, like, second gear the whole time. Right. Just be lazy. Clear everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the shift your gears. Yeah. <laughs> Motocross is a little, little bit crazier. Um, what, what are some of your guys' favorite rides, like, uh, around here or anywhere? What's – if you guys – where's your favorite place to go? Like, do you have a spot? So I haven't been riding long enough to know. Okay. But my, my favorite place so far is just Durango. Nice. Um, I haven't been many other places. So we went to Moab. I've ridden around Farmington. But uh, this is our year. Uh, in This is our year that we're going to actually go and find our, our favorite places. So so far, I, all I can say is Durango because that's as far as I've really traveled to ride. So nice. Yeah. You've, you've kind of I've gone. gone and, I've gone a few other places, um, but mostly just like on family trips. And then I have, I have like an hour to escape while the you know kids are sleeping and my wife's taking care of them and so uh actually one of my one of my favorite places that i've gone isn't moab even though i've been there i just had a terrible experience <laughs> but we're going back and we're going to redeem ourselves nice. um, one of my favorite spots is <clears throat> phoenix uh i rode south mountain in phoenix and that was just fun there's yeah. there's just a bit of technical stuff a healthy amount of pedaling and just quite a bit of fun there. Phoenix, you said? Yeah. Which is weird, huh? Well, yes, but I've heard from a lot of people that it's pretty sick down there. Really? Yeah, there's some, some stuff to ride. Have you ridden Sedona? Mm-hmm. Quite a bit. Love it. We do, uh, me <clears throat> and my, my two uh, riding buddies, uh, Townsend and Tyler, uh, we try to make it a point to do a Sedona trip every, usually like first or second week of February. Cool. So here soon. So, yeah. See, I... I'd love to go on a trip like that, but, like, I hate being the slowest guy, you know? Or yeah. if I am, I'd like to be the slowest against him because I don't care about him. So, <laughs> uh, we just got to go learn how to be faster so we can ride with better people. You guys sound like you guys even out, though. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you guys teach each other. Like, uh, Brian, you sound like you can just get it on all day. Yeah, he can. And then, Greg, you sound like you can show him some drops and oh, yeah. Yeah. some cool, tricky lines. Yeah, I've, I've definitely had to push myself a bit, uh commit to some things that I probably wouldn't have done, uh, you know, following this guy. But, yeah, nice. it's it's a great experience. Dude, that's pretty cool. Uh, so, short-term goals. Have you guys got some short-term goals just for this year? Uh, any, like, races you want to win or do good at or um, anything you want to do specifically? Specific races. We actually put out a YouTube video um, called 2019 Goals. Oh, nice. And we... We go through just the goals that we have, mountain bike related, and uh, we we made one of them, which is to get sponsored, right. uh, which is awesome. And hopefully that's a longer term thing. And we've got racing, so we have our normal races that we do. Uh, we've got the Alien Alien Run in Aztec, uh, the Road Apple Rally in Farmington, and we're gonna really try and hit the Zia Town Series. Um, and then that, did you race the Rocky Mountain Race Series when no. they came through Durango? So, and they're, they're also at Angel Fire, too. So the Rocky Mountain Race Series is ran by a guy that 
did we worked for Yeti forever, I guess. Hmm. Um, Keith something. He had to be like a promo guy or yeah. is that what they call the, the chocolate bunny production? Chocolate bunny yeah. Productions, okay, yeah. Yeah. Same 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 people. We raced that last year too, but we only did the XC race. And okay. we want to do the Downhill. the enduro. We think we don't know yet because oh, we yeah. haven't done any yet. So you guys will do great, man. Well, we need we need those words of encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> so when I'm sliding down the mountain on my face, I'm gonna be like, yeah, he told me I'd do great. <laughs> Just oh, get tires, the best tires you can get. So the my best question, thickest sidewalls. My question you're for gonna, you on you're that, gonna blow tires, dude. My Go question on. for you on that is, around here, the best tires seem to be like almost road tires, for me. Because yeah. every time I put on my super chunky like downhill tire, like it doesn't doesn't just slow me down, but I'm like whooping out on the hardest pack stuff ever. When I get up to maybe some of the races, more gnarly races, I've never actually ridden with the need for really good tires. So yeah. I don't know. I'll have to be asking you your opinions later. I yeah. Guess. So when you do start going on stuff like that, you're gonna find a lot of pointy rocks, just stuff you don't normally encounter. Just weird so tree stumps sticking out. A good tire is defined as what? So what I run and what's been working good for me is I run a Minion DHF 2.5 uh, DH casing. Um, they also have, uh, what's the other casing they have now? So they have the DH. Double down or the Yeah, so they have double down now. Um, I tried double down. I just went back to DH casing. So it, I know there's no difference. Like one's a Kevlar bead and one's a wire bead. Oh. So I run Maxxis Minion DHF 2.5s um, downhill casing front and rear exact same tire. Oh, so just 2.5 and they take a beating and <laughs> they seem to hold up. And when I was running, I was running like a 2.3 on the back for a while, and I was getting more punctures. So when I put the oh, 2.5 really? on, and my internal width is, uh, I think I have 29. Third, they're 30 internal width. So pretty, I got a pretty wide wheel. Um, so the 2.5 does pretty good, and it and it clears my 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 swing arm. So I have, a, I have a I have a 29 a 5, 29.5 with internal on my rims. Oh, I'm running a 2.6 two on the front, right? Nice. 2.6 on the yeah, front, 2.3 yeah. on the back. Yeah. And I like that setup, but I'm I'm nervous about tire selection for enduro racing because I don't I've never had to be picky. Yeah. So, so. I'll, just whatever you do, man. Just uh, just a good a heavy casing. Okay. Just just go a heavy casing. It's worth it. They're heavy, but yeah. it's worth it because you're you're gonna blow your tire, dude. Yeah. Okay. Especially you being a bigger guy. Sure. Because that's how I, that's my problem. Like when I'm racing, I'm like 180, which is still pretty heavy when you're like smashing stuff. What do like, you weigh now? Right now, I'm like 194, I think. Mountain bikers are so nice. They always point to me and be like, because you're a bigger guy? I'm <laughs> just this fat shit wandering around the world. <laughs> no, man. Even when you slim down, if you, you're you still big. Like, if you slim down and you lost whatever your weight goal is, I'll still be a you're bigger still going to be a big right. guy. Like, you're still going to be smashing some stuff hard. Harder than the 150-pound kids. That's true, yeah. There's some really fast guys, like uh, like Chris Boyce comes to mind dude's blazing fast and he's like super light they don't really have to worry about but i imagine like sam hills that way too like sure. they're just really yeah. white they probably don't puncture a whole lot but a bigger guy you're, you're gonna puncture you know, <laughs> blow some wheels and <laughs> well if you're down then for a uh, enduro training session mm -hmm. we would love to yeah. be a part of that dude um, i know a great spot too um, you really yeah north of Aztec and cedar hill we just built a little trail called octopus are you out there building are you one mm -hmm. of the yes no yes no 
not officially. No, for the record, I'm not. <laughs> but I know where there's some trails out there. That Interesting, you guys. Okay. <laughs> Somebody built something out there. Really nice. Uh, yeah, let's let's meet up and I can show you guys some. Uh, okay. You guys will say, "Oh, Astic has downhill trails," because Astic has downhill trails. Cool. That's right cool. Real. Please real show us that because every time we go to Astic, <laughs> I get freaking lost. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's either you go to the alien and are kind of directed by the signs. Or you get lost. Or you get lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that, that's one thing I'm working, because uh, I'm, I'm working with Astic Trails in Open Space. And that's one thing I'm really trying to work now is, like, get the, like, the UFO crash site really established. I want, like, a hiking trail to it with a parking lot. Like, just dedicated yeah, yeah, yeah. for, like, UFO Touristy seekers yeah. who are, like, conspiracy theorists <laughs> they can come here they know exactly where to go and how to get to it that's one thing i'm working on but also marking trails that's like moto trails say. utv trails horseback trails mountain bike trails like i want all that on just an awesome fold-out map you can pick up at the gas station on the corner yeah and you know exactly where to go what about yeah. the the cedar hills is that what it's called mm-hmm. okay yeah so that's where the more gnarlier stuff is so like that's octopus. what i hear i hear that that's just phenomenal riding yeah. i went out there once and I made it two miles in, and I was like, I have no idea where I'm at. I have no clue. <laughs> so if there was signage out there, yeah. I would rock it, I think. But See, but that stuff's all, like... Brand new? Yeah. It's yeah. not even ran by anyone. I don't even think anybody knows it's out there except for the few little things that are on Strava. Okay. But other than that... Well, like, let's head out there sometime. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. You, guys, yeah. you guys got my number and stuff, Heck so yeah. just keep in touch and... I'll, just find a day and we'll go out there Heck this yeah, weekend man. or something. Um, Sunday, I think, there is a uh, event in Moab. It's not like an official event, but they call it Super Bowl. A um, bunch of guys just get together and there's just big old bowl, big old sandstone bowl. Yeah. <laughs> and they do it on Super Bowl Sunday every year. So Really? Oh. Yeah, if you guys want to go like a mountain bike party and meet like YouTube, like there's usually like the big YouTubers out there, like Dang, Nate Hills cool. and all them. Um, go out there and hang out with, like, the raddest Moab locals. Dang, that's yeah. cool. I, I've, I plan to go this Sunday. This coming? Go, yeah. Uh, and it's this Sunday. Just go bounce around on some rocks. And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, February 3rd. Okay. Um, so. Dang, that's cool. All right. Well, that's good, man. We've been going for a while now. Yeah. I think that's a great podcast. Yeah. Thank couple. you, guys. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, thank, thank you, guys. You. No, dude, I appreciate it. And <laughs> it's been awesome, man. In the thank future, you. man, we'll sit down and do this again just absolutely. to talk about random yeah. races or events or whatever. That's that's what I'm doing with this podcast. Four Corners area, any athletes, it could be an MMA fighter, a mountain biker, a runner. I just want to talk to motivating people who are out, getting out in the Four Corners area because we live in a pretty special place. So. We really do. Heck yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. That is cool. How uh, many viewers do you get? Uh, listeners? Um, listeners? It depends on it depends on who who I'm interviewing and then if they share it or not or so, how but okay. Todd um, Wells probably got quite a few huh? yeah but they range from 300 to 600 downloads an episode. Cool. so okay. it's doing decent yeah um, consistency consistently applied that's the uh, from what I hear is yeah. the special that's the what do they call it the recipe for success yeah. so just we, keep doing them and as long as you're enjoying it I'm enjoying it enjoying meeting people like yeah. there's some really good people man out there that's cool that's so. a cool that's a good idea we're we're trying to be consistent as well, down the same vein as you, by meeting really talented people and, like, exploiting their skills. Yeah, that's cool, but, man. Uh, no, dude, I love it. Yeah. You guys have something there. Keep doing it. Uh, and it brings the community together. That We're hoping you to know. try. Cool, man. It's really Thanks. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do people follow you guys? 
Oh, how are people? <laughs> Sorry. Um, so we are Shift MTB on Instagram and YouTube. There is nice. no space in between Shift and MTB. Nice. So just one word, Shift MTB. We're also on Facebook. Learning how to use Facebook. Learning how to use <laughs> yeah. it. But yeah, find us find us on Instagram. We're really quick at... And then you guys' YouTube channel, Shift MTB. Yeah, so our lo- there are other people who have taken on that name. <laughs> um, but uh, we ha- our logo is a, a yellow mountain bike tire. That nice. It's filled in with yellow and just says Shift MTB in it. So It's pretty loud. You'll see it. <laughs> look, at, look for that one. Awesome. Uh, Greg, can you lead us out with some of your piano skills, man? Heck yeah. They're pretty impressive. Brian, Brian, <laughs> put the microphone close so that they can enjoy I'm it. I'm going to put it like right here because they can hear that's it. That's in your mouth. Don't take it out of your mouth. I don't It tastes good. Listeners are probably wondering, why is there a piano where these guys are? Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry don't about, worry about it. <laughs> Start that over. <laughs> I've messed it up again. It's you know all what? good, man. Keep going. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You <laughs> got it. Thanks guys for listening. Talk to you guys next time.